Welcome to my mini series on my favorite coaching books. I usually actually like to recommend books when I've just finished them and you're buzzing about it and you're raving and there's just so much fresh in your mind that you want to share. So this is a bit different because I've actually had to go back through my notes and my highlights and even some of my messages to people with that energy of enthusiasm at the time to kind of capture what it was that really stuck with me. But I think it's also going to be exciting because I get to tell you how these books have changed me after months and even years. So I hope that you enjoy this mini series that I'm trying out and also that you pick up some of these books because they've changed my life and I hope they can change yours for the better too. Good morning. Hi, friends. I'm going to be talking today about The Artist's Way, A Course in Discovering and Recovering Your Creative Self by Julia Cameron. This one is a real oldie but goodie. Um, Julia, yeah, wrote it back in 1993 and it was first published in 1994. And so some of what I love about this book is that I think it's actually maybe relatable to people of all generations. Um, I've actually, my parents have done it and really, really, really like found it transformative. And I was talking to someone else about it and we thought maybe actually the fact that it doesn't tell you to like get off social media or stop checking your phone. It doesn't have to do any of that. Like some of this, the checking in with yourself is like, Stop reading the newspaper a bit <laughs> or watching the news and uh, put on a record and like enjoy listening and like moving with the music. <laughs> and I don't know, there is just something very enjoyable as well with trying to like make sense of some of what she said and like bring it forward, you know, 30, almost 30 years um, and figure out what it means now. I think that translation actually was a good thing. But what the artist way is, is um, it's basically a 12 week course. So what I would really recommend is buying the book. I know she has like an online course and some other materials. Um, I have the book with which has like this mountain painted on it. And somehow, again, I love that. It just feels really old school. This like red cover with these birds and this mountain. Um, and yeah. So I know there's newer books too. There's also books for like, if you're a parent, so like she has it written up differently depending on your circumstances. So, you know, do have a look around, but what I recommended is, or what I did when I mean the artist way is I just mean this book and going through it week by week. Cause that's how it's set up. Um, but I think this book is just for anyone who's just trying to add a bit more creativity and fun into their life. Like it is probably the ultimate masterclass in that still. You can find articles on it, um, you know, today or in the last five years still saying what an incredible resource it is. And I know for me, it has been. It's really uh, allowed me to like call myself an artist or an author. I didn't realize how I thought there was a real gatekeeping there. Um, and 
I'm also thinking like it's one of the best coaching books I've probably ever read. Like I think there is some real, um, again, if you want to go listen to episode 20, meta pattern stuff going on. Like you do what's called morning pages. You're encouraged to do them every day. So this is writing these morning pages for, it usually took me about 30 minutes. So it's just like getting all of your thoughts out on the page. And that's because we self-censor ourselves a lot. And she really works you through that. Like um, even week by week, she keeps adding like different encouragement and also just like calling you out. Like, did you really say what you really thought? Like no one's going to read these. These are for no one. Like get out your most like disgusting, hateful thoughts about even your friends, yourself. Like just get it all out because unless you can like see it and face it, then it's in you and you can't distinguish that very well or you're suppressing it and that can make it stronger. So yeah, I mean, it takes time, <laughs> but yeah, she has you write for 30 minutes, basically a day. And, um, she often says, right? Like the last 10 minutes are when like the good stuff gets out. So it's just about showing up for the page. And, uh, there's usually 10 prompts or activities she encourages you to do a week you don't have to do them all you can pick and choose uh the person who encouraged me to do it thank you kevin um he said he did it with someone who had been doing it i think every year once a year for like 10 years or more or something and so it was really helpful to have someone who'd been through it before just share their wisdom about it so yeah there's 10 activities. Don't get overwhelmed. You don't have to do them all. You could just try to do a couple. Um, or, I mean, like me, I actually got excited and I usually did. Um, trying to look through my notes. I usually did probably at least five. Um, and, and their advice was actually to even do the ones that you're most resistant to doing. Like, that's the one you should do. I don't know if I, I did that. I liked that advice. And I thought about it, but I, I might have just done the ones that came easily. And a lot of them are really fun. But there's some meta pattern stuff in this. So even just week one, finding a sense of safety, she encourages you to time travel to three old enemies of your creative self and you like confront them. Or you time travel to one horror story from a monster hall of fame, like someone who's really intimidated you. You can also time travel to three champions of your creative self-worth and time travel to a happy encouragement and like think, um, you know, the editor or whoever it is that offered you that praise. Um, there's just a lot of, so uh, why that's like the meta pattern is actually going back and confronting things in your past and like re starting to rewrite them is such powerful stuff. Um and those those memories can get in our way again if you're not actually aware of the messages they're telling you or time traveling forward that's going to give you some resources um oh sorry there i didn't read it out so another activity in the first week is like imagining five lives you'd like to leave and what you would do in each like that stuff feels good it's fun it's playful and you can do it in your morning pages so I think that's also what's nice is like I maybe wouldn't have known how to journal daily like I'm like what do you write about but she gives you all sorts of things to write about and every week it just keeps chugging along 
And then at the end of each week, you're meant to do a little reflection. So you write about your experience with the morning pages. Did you do every day? If you didn't, why not? That's fine. What did you learn either way? Your experience of the artist's date. So this is the other core activity to the artist's way, which is that, yeah, once a week, sometimes it starts to go up, but at least once a week, you go and do something nice for yourself, something playful. I think, but it's not essential. I think she encourages you to like leave your house and and go somewhere different. So it's almost like you go on a bit of a journey and yeah, it's funny to say this, but I know I struggled with like just doing something fun for myself every day. Which again comes back to like being creative, being able to be playful, like be like a kid. And she again has lots of tips. Like one of them was even finding like candy from your childhood. And it's very different to eat candy from your childhood when you're just like, I got a smile on my face when you're just remembering and kind of going back in a nostalgic way to just enjoy it and kind of bring back the tastes and the images of being a kid. For me, um, we lived in this forest and we could walk two miles to a grocery store and buy candy. And that was an activity we did. Um, <laughs> so I, I got a lot of like happy memories walking with um, uh, mainly just two, two of my best friends and I guess my brother uh, going down there and like getting nerds or um, not rageous. Um, yeah, it's amazing the amount of like sugar and tartness that you can enjoy as a child, but it was just really fun to kind of like actually like pick up a nutrageous and eat it for the joy of it. I know that again, probably maybe that does sound obvious, but I think sometimes maybe I eat candy and sweet stuff out of stress. Um, and it's very, it's a very different, Yeah impact so a lot about the artist date is is like it doesn't even really matter what you do it's the intentionality that you're doing it to just like love yourself and have a good time and I will warn you or my own experiences that yeah the first time I wrote um it turned out stressful and grumpy and It's so funny because I, all I did on my first date, and this is again one she recommends, is I went to buy myself nice pens to, because there's like a lot of writing exercises and like note taking. And I just found it really stressful to go shopping. So I did do the, um, the artist way. This was in December of 2021. So I was like, I guess it was stressful and I should have known and I'll have to prep more and be more creative. Um, but yeah, so like, don't be surprised if all your intention is, is to be like nice to yourself and you actually find it doesn't work out. I found this was like an amazing lesson actually, because, um, it just made me start to realize, you know, when like you're out with people and then, you know, something probably goes wrong 
or not to plan and maybe in your head you start like blaming them and you're like oh if I'd just done this on my own it would have worked out this way and I think when you start doing things on your own just for yourself for fun and they don't work out like you plan it makes you have a lot more grace for everyone else and yourself all the time <laughs> so I did have some really great um artist dates Often I'm just like going to look at flowers in the end. I'm trying to see. I'm just looking through my journal from this time. Um, yeah, and I know some people do like, I don't want to say more special, but, you know, maybe they'll take a class or whatever. Anyway, the book will talk you through lots of opportunities. But I know that people really struggle with the artist date. Like I've had clients who have struggled to do a nice thing for themselves. So I'm just trying to warn you that I did too. And you just have to keep going. And after a while, the again, just the intentionality of like, I took some time to do something nice for myself this week. That pays off. Um, like maybe one of my best artist dates was like, I went and bought myself some jeans. Like how embarrassing is this? I am or would have been a 31 year old woman, a 30 year old woman. And um I owned some jeans that were so tight, they made me feel sick within like, I don't know, five to ten minutes of putting them on. I owned these jeans for a couple years because I felt bad about the environmental impact of them and I wanted to get a lot of wares, even though they made me feel ill. <laughs> and so one of my artist dates was going and buying myself some new jeans they weren't the most expensive jeans, but I did go and try them on. I don't really shop for clothes that much. I generally just go to secondhand stores um, or charity shops. And it's hard to find jeans there <laughs> is my experience. Um, and yeah, that was a great, like, because every time I wore the jeans after and wasn't feeling sick and like took the time to like donate them, like it just felt like this huge self-care step, which I know probably doesn't sound like that big of an artist date but sometimes I found the artist date was just like me going into town because I could walk there and I kind of enjoyed enjoyed that because I wouldn't normally have taken the time to just like walk and browse in town that's just not something I really do okay so then the other parts of your reflection are you're meant to write about synchronicity that you find this week and this is um, also a really beautiful practice because um, synchronicity, not to get totally woo here, but I think the artist way did help me open up to like thinking the universe is looking out for me or there's something bigger because when you start looking for synchronicity and you like start tracking it, you're just going to find all of these times that like things kind of line up miraculously. It'll be like, um, yeah. Okay. So one of my examples here, again, it, I'm going to sound like this person who really did not care for myself, which is probably sort of true, but never mind. <laughs> like the artist way is really magical in that way, right? It's about creativity, but you also learn so much about uncensoring yourself, letting go of perfectionism, just wanting to write for like the joy of writing or crafting for the joy of the craft and also caring for yourself, which has to be where it all starts. Like you have to feel good in your body and secure and safe and confident to then 
maybe even share that work. But you know what? The artist way doesn't ask you to share that work. It is three months where you're really getting to know yourself and you're getting to find joy again in the craft. But anyway, one of our synchronicities is, um, it sounds like the jeans, but here we go. So <laughs> um, we had some plates and bowls that we were like, they they were, we, well, we liked, actually, we really liked the bowls, don't get me wrong, but we had bought some more bowls and plates, and it turns out they don't have a shiny glaze, and so when you ran your fork or spoon or knife or whatever over it, it just made this terrible sound, like, ugh, really bad, but, you know, they were basically new, they weren't broken, and so we were going to hold on to them, <laughs> but, like, we really hated them, like, they did, you know, and it's nice to have things that you, like, that make you happy when you eat on them um, because that affects your whole dining experience. So um, it happened to be at Christmas time that I, um, I guess I was having this conversation with my husband's sister and she lives in a city in Europe and she was like, Oh, you know, we just like put stuff in a box on the street. And uh, when people walk by, they'll walk by within like half an hour and they'll pick it up. And, it's actually, she was saying as well, it's like fun. They can actually see their street from their window. I can't, but you know, they're like, oh, you can like watch and like see what things go really quickly and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, okay, actually, yeah, I'm just gonna, cause I also have a thing. I don't always love giving stuff to charity shops. Sorry, this is getting too detailed, but maybe this is the sort of stuff that the artist way helps you unpick. So we'll go there. So sometimes I don't like giving stuff to charity shops because I know a lot, there's like a lot of labor that goes into it. They don't always put that stuff out or, you know, get shipped out of the country. And I just, uh, yeah, I have this, I have a thing, but I guess I'm working on it. I was beating myself up about my, you know, environmental impact again of, of those items. Um, I also know charity shops are amazing and sometimes you do see your thing, you know, just right out there. So I'm not trying to rag on them. I was just trying to reduce like the flow of stuff that I brought into my life and then just like maybe discarded. Um, but the idea of putting it at the end of your street is like, okay, well, there's actually really no middleman labor and just like trusting someone pick something up that they're going to use and enjoy. So I was like, okay, great. Yeah. I'm going to put our plates out at the end of the drive and just um, to zoom forward. Yeah, they went away immediately. And I started to find a lot of joy in just putting lots of stuff at the end of the street and seeing it taken away. Oh, it felt really good. Um, but literally, we agreed to do that. Our drive home, we stopped at this really nice, it's going to sound weird, <laughs> um, like stop on the motorway called T-Bay and they have lots of like local, actually these were from Portugal, but never mind. They have lots of like really nice like home stuff and it's usually local, um, locally produced. And we found our dream plates. Like we've been looking for plates. We wanted to, um, I've been wanting to put some on like the registry for like our wedding. And also we had house that for someone who had just like the most gorgeous plates and we just, enjoyed our food more. So this had been something that was important to me for like, since Paul and I first lived together. And, um, yeah. And then we found like our dream ones and we got them. And it's like the synchronicity of them showing up when we were finally ready, like when we were ready to let go of our other ones. Right? Like, uh, sorry. 
that basically happened in the same week. So when you just start paying attention to that sort of stuff, I know it's just about where your brain goes. Like once you start, if you buy a certain type of car, then you're going to notice those cars more. Like, yeah, sure. Like I know there's like an explanation for it, but I don't know. It kind of fills you up if you just have this trust that things do work out and that there is this sort of synchronicity that will happen. It's just like a really empowering thing to or way to view the world. So that's the other thing you reflect on. And then you just make a note of any other significant um, issues to your recovery. And that's uh, your creative recovery that um, uh, Julie Cameron's talking about. So this can take quite a bit of time. Um, it took me half an hour uh, a day to do my morning pages. So it's like three and a half hours a week. And then it probably took me another 90 minutes, I think, to do like once a week my reflection and then read the next chapter. So that's getting us up to five hours. And then um, I probably spent an extra hour or two just like making sure I did some of the activities in case I didn't do them in my morning pages because some of them are like go for a walk or you know, they're not always like about writing. There's also a really fun one where you make a collage, which I know sounds, maybe it sounds childish. Maybe you already know it's fun, but oh yeah, I've gotten really into collages. Thanks to the artist way. I think that's quite late though. That might be like week 10 or something. So there's all these things you have to look forward to. Um, and then, yeah, my artist day, I tried to do like two hours a week. So you are looking at like a seven to 10 hour commitment. So it's not nothing, but I will say it feels really good. It feels like you're like spending time with yourself in a structured way that it's just really like healing and it's really energizing as well. Like, I don't think I felt tired out by these activities. I felt like very inspired and I almost want to like give away a few things because I know some people, well, I'm not going to give it away, but I want to like get you excited in the way that I was. I was full of so much anticipation to find out each week what the next tasks were going to be. Like I'd never looked ahead. That didn't seem appropriate. Um, but uh, so for the first uh, 10 weeks, I'm pretty sure, or eight, I don't know, um, you're not allowed to read your morning pages. You're not allowed to look at them. And I think that is really clever. Um, and I just had this anticipation. I was like, what are we going to do when we're allowed to look at them? And I remember I was really annoyed because I kind of, I thought we were going to get to look at them a week ahead. So that's the only time I looked ahead. I was like, what do you mean we're not reading them this week? Um, but even having a process to go through all of that gunk you've been getting out of your head is really powerful. And um I found when I did go through it, it was just, it was incredible to have that distance from your mind because some things that I wrote, I like, I actually broke a pen. I was so angry at one point when I was writing. I like stabbed my pen uh, so hard into the paper. I broke the nib to reread those pages <laughs> two months later and be like, oh, that's how I felt in that moment. And like not really have those feelings I think is really again kind of healing and even to like see the things that you're really worried about and be like oh it all worked out or oh I still haven't 
done that, maybe I will. I don't know. It just, if it, it's a really worthwhile process. And then the other one, and I will tell you, this is the right week. Week five is like the most insane, badass thing ever. And um, I'm not going to give away what it is. But I just hope that maybe that might encourage you to like want to do it and find out what week five is. I think you have to build up to it. I don't think there's a point of just like jumping and doing week five all on its own. Um, I have tried that, to be honest, and I didn't get the same benefit from it. And I've done the artist way completely twice. Um, when I finished, I just, I was, I didn't want to stop. So I just did it again. Uh, so I did it two times in a row. So I did six months solid the first time. And, um, I, yeah, week five though is like insane. And I credit week five with like finding our dream flat. And, um, I think that's a big deal. Like moving house, finding a home. That's, um, that's a really, really big deal. And it, at least it was for for us um I also yeah like we and I should clarify like we had only actually around the time we started I started doing the artist way Paul and I decided that we were going to settle where we are and um in week five is like basically when we started looking for a flat we found our we <laughs> we only ended up seeing one flat or like home um we had considered houses, but yeah, it was just like, found it and bought it. <laughs> and, um, yeah, some, some other big stuff happened for us that week, but that, that was a big one. Um, and I think it was actually because of the exercises in week five that it went at the pace it did. Like, I think I would have, I don't know, been busy with other things if not. Um, yeah, pretty crazy. So, Oh, and then I would say, yeah, the artist way, like, I basically, anyway, I kept up my morning pages until um, some, yeah, there was, like, death in my family, and I just, I found it too, I just couldn't really write for a few months, so um, they, they fell away, and in some ways, I'll admit, or I don't need to say some ways, I'll admit that I don't do them every day now, and that's okay, like, I know they're there if I want them, want to do them, I know the process, and um, like the, my friend who did it with someone who does it every year, like I get why she would, like, it's a really, really enjoyable, um, way to spend your time. And I think it's a really healing journey to go on. So that is the artist's way. And I hope if any of that intrigued you, that you will go buy this book and yeah, give yourself the permission to be an artist, to play a bit more. I don't think you'll regret it. Everyone I know who's done the artist way and finished it swears by it. Um, you can find an accountability buddy. That's one other way maybe that might help. I was just so excited. <laughs> I didn't, I was like, I don't have time to find anyone. Like as soon as I heard of the book, I was in. Um, so yeah, see what works for you. But there's, guidance as well online if you want to find out like how to do it with someone because it is a very personal journey so you don't want to like have anyone like yucking on your yum or whatever um so there's guidance there and yeah I'd love to hear if anyone does do it though I am obsessed with the artist way so I wish you luck on it and um yeah 
more synchronicity in your life too.